Welcome to the Essay for FAs podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors and active investors, including retirement planning, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic concerns the almost daily pledges of hiking taxes on the rich as campaigning for next year's presidential elections gets underway. I will offer a nonpartisan take on this in a moment, but first, this word from our sponsor, Oppenheimer Funds. There are big investment opportunities beyond our borders. Megatrends is a new podcast from Oppenheimer Funds that explores the trends reshaping the global economy. I'm your host, Manita Huja. Subscribe to Megatrends now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. As longtime listeners know, I'm not interested in the politics of these economic issues so much as the policy implications, as I hope you'll soon see. But like most of you, I have not failed to notice that hiking taxes has become the in-pledge these days. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders is proposing an estate tax ranging from 45 to 77 percent, depending on the value of the estate. His Massachusetts Senate colleague Elizabeth Warren is calling for a wealth tax of 2 or 3 percent, depending on the level of assets involved. And her Senate colleague, Kirsten Gillibrand, as we proceed further down the East Coast, favors an approach that would place a 50 basis point tax on stock trades and a 10 basis point tax on bond trades, which is not something heard previously from a politician of either party representing New York, home of Wall Street. Meanwhile, in the House of Representatives, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has called for a 70% top rate for the wealthiest Americans, and that was just a starting place for her colleague Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, who recently said in a video interview, so 70%, 80%, we've had it as high as 90%, so that's a place we can start. End quote. Now, to be fair, all of these Democratic politicians have their reasons and have their goals. Some of them would say that it is Republicans, under the leadership of President Donald Trump, who have cut taxes on corporations in order to favor the rich and to the detriment of people or policy goals that are now underfunded as a result. I'm not here to choose sides, but rather to point out to you one critical item that can easily get lost in this debate, which is this. Whether you are a Democrat or Republican, you should acknowledge that the money flows resulting from these promises sit on top of a mountain of debt for past government promises that get swept under the rug in any new discussions. In the three decades from 1950, U.S. economic growth was very high and debt very low, growing by 12%. According to TheBalance.com, the two-term presidency of Ronald Reagan added nearly $2 trillion to the debt. I know that's chump change compared to today's pace. His successor, George H.W. Bush, added nearly as much in just one term. Divided government restrained spending during Bill Clinton's reign, which added $1.4 trillion in two terms. Debt then doubled from previous levels in George W. Bush's presidency and rose by $8.6 trillion under Barack Obama. The Trump presidency is expected to add $1.1 to $1.2 trillion in each of its four years. But zooming back to the big picture, in the year since 1980, GDP growth has slowed considerably, while bipartisan debt has grown more than 20-fold, from a tad under a trillion dollars in 1980 to $22 trillion today. And so whether you agree with the president that corporate taxes ought to be cut, or you like Elizabeth Warren's proposal for universal child care, know that all the promises of presidents past, including items such as Social Security, Medicare, and a standing army, are all funded by a growing pile of IOUs. 
In other words, a truly honest discussion of these issues would focus more on how do we pay for what we already are benefiting from or cut out what we no longer need in order to shore up our finances. Failing that, the day may come when the order of the day could be the opposite of what politicians generally offer, painful cuts to the budget and painfully higher taxes. That is what Greece has been coping with since its debt crisis, and no country has a permanent immunity from the laws of economics. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich, and our podcast was sponsored by Oppenheimer Funds. There are big investment opportunities beyond our borders. Megatrends is a new podcast from Oppenheimer Funds that explores the trends reshaping the global economy. I'm your host, Manita Huja. Subscribe to Megatrends now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.